Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It's Tuesday and it is also March the 1st and I hope you're having a good day. Uh, the sun is shining. It's supposed to be a beautiful day already. It's so nice outside, but I can't believe it's March. Uh, where have the first two months of the year gone? It has gone fast, and I thank the Lord for this day. We welcome those of you listening on the radio, uh, 95.9 FM. Thank you for joining us, and then those on our radio app and those on our podcast, we welcome you. And then those watching on Facebook and those that are listening, uh, watching, listening on YouTube, we welcome you all. So, and I hope you're having a great day. Happy birthday today to Bailey Barmer. Happy birthday today to Cameron Green. And happy anniversary today to Pete and Gail Crawley. And then a happy anniversary to Michael and Heather Tuck. I hope you have a great day today. And uh, I hope it's already been good. Let's be in prayer today for our church. Uh, let's pray for our school. We've got our uh, chapel services tomorrow. We also have a group of young people from our church that are leaving tomorrow morning, going on a college trip to Tennessee. So let's be in prayer for them. Uh, be in prayer for our uh, service uh, tomorrow night. I'm looking forward to our prayer meeting, Bible study, and we'll have a great time together with church. Uh, we had such a great day on Sunday, and I'm still rejoicing in uh, what the Lord did uh, on Sunday with the Thren family. They were such a blessing. We're going to hear from them in just a minute. We'll hear a song. I want to uh, remind you to be in prayer for uh, the situation that's going on over in uh, the Ukraine. I'd ask you to pray for those folks and pray for uh, people to be saved, pray for uh, people to turn to Christ, pray for those uh, churches, those Christians over there, uh, pray for God's grace. You know, we are so spoiled in this country. We have got it made, and uh, I think most of the time we just take it for granted. We don't realize just how good uh, we have it, but I hope you pray for them. And then I, I try to say this every day on our broadcast, but I'd ask you to pray for our missionaries. Uh, we have a list, uh, it's almost 90 missionaries that we support on a monthly basis. Um, I think the average, uh, I should say the average, most of them it's $125 a month. There's a few that it's a little bit more because uh, they were missionaries uh, back when uh, there was Lakeview Park and Victory. And so there's a couple missionaries that uh, both of those supports have continued from both churches. But uh, we have about 90 missionaries. That's a lot of money. Uh, that's over $10,000 every month going out for missions. And then in December, we send an extra check to all the missionaries uh, for Christmas just to try to be a blessing to them. And, uh, and you say, well, why do we do all that? Uh, because that is our mission, is to get the gospel to the four corners of the globe. I asked you a lot during, uh, I think, Christmas and New Year's and that about praying for our missionaries, and I try to mention them every day. Uh, I just got a, a prayer letter. Miss Odell um, had uh, uh, told me about it, and I took the time and read the letter this morning. But one of our missionaries, a young couple, uh, they have uh, two boys, uh, two precious boys, and they're in the uh, uh, country of Peru as missionaries. I, they came back a few years ago. They came when they were on uh, deputation, just a sweet couple. 
Uh, well, that prayer letter uh, uh, told the story about their baby girl that was born. They did not know, but there was a very serious heart condition. They didn't know up until the time the baby was born. And that baby died within 30 minutes of being born. And they, in that prayer letter, they talk about going home and then hearing those boys asking about where's the baby. It's just such a sad, heartbreaking thing. But you know, as they wrote that, they said, we know where she is. We know that she's with the Lord and I'm thankful for heaven. Uh, but I want to remind you to pray for our missionaries. We have no idea uh, what they're going through today, but uh, I, I wish that uh, we would be uh, more committed to praying for our missionaries, and I hope you will. Here's a great song, The Thren Family. They were with us all day Sunday, and we already got them booked. They're coming back next year, so I'm looking forward to that. But here's a great song. It says, He will see you through. I'm glad that God's able to take care of us. He doesn't just save us. And he doesn't just uh, take care of us at the end when we go to heaven, but he'll see us through all the way uh, till the end. Hope you enjoy this song, and then we'll be in our Bible study in Psalm 2 uh, for today. They were standing on the shoreline when the master gave the word to load the boat and sail across the sea. The winds crashed hard against the vessel's side. It seemed all hope had died, but the master soon replied. Speaking peace, he calmed the raging tide. God will not die where he will not provide. He'll never lead you through a Without walking by your side And when the storms around you cease It's because the Prince of Peace Has already walked ahead of you And I know He will see you through The trials that you're facing more than you can bear. Are you holding on, trying to survive? Do you find that there's no answer in the time of your despair? And you're longing just to hear him one more time. I can say I know exactly what you're facing. One more time, I am sure that you will find He's never left you standing all alone. God will not die where He will not provide. He'll never lead you through a valley without walking by your side. And when the storms around you cease, it's because the Prince of Peace 
storm around you rages And the strong winds knock you down When the lights of home are fading It's then and there I am found God will not guide Where He will not provide He'll never lead you through a valley Without walking by your side the storms around you cease It's because the Prince of Peace Has already walked ahead of you And I know He will see you through Yes, I know He will see Amen. That's a good song, and I'm glad that it's true. God will see you through whatever you're going through today. Uh, I may not know about it. Nobody else may know about it but you and the Lord, but God will see you through. I'm so thankful for that promise. He, uh, he never fails. He always comes through, and what a blessing. We are in Psalm 2, and I hope you've enjoyed the series on the Psalms. Uh, we just got started last week. We started, of course, with Psalm 1, but we're not going through a numerical order. We're going to skip around a little bit, and we won't hit all of the Psalms, but I think we'll hit a, a majority of them. There's 150, so even if we hit uh, uh, 75 or 100 or whatever, and a lot of them, uh, they won't take a long time. They're very, they're very simple, uh, straight to the point, and so we've talked about the different categories. Psalm 2 is a messianic psalm, meaning that it gives references to Jesus, the coming Messiah. Uh, we see that uh, this psalm uh, was used for, by God's people many times as an encouragement when they saw that the heathen were out of control. It says in verse 1, why do the heathen rage? Uh, why do the people imagine a vain thing? And, and David writes and he says, why are the heathen in such a rage? That word means violent anger that is accompanied with furious words, gestures, or agitation. It is anger excited to fury. And uh, boy, the heathen are raging today. And so David asked that question. Well, then we see in verse 2, he says, The kings of the earth, they set themselves, and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against his anointed. We said that word anointed is, that's the Messiah. That's the word for Jesus, uh, uh, who is uh, the Messiah, the king, the anointed one. Well, it's interesting to me that the kings and the rulers, they take counsel against God, but the fact that they're a king or a ruler is because God's the one that gave them that power to begin with. Uh, the Bible tells us in Romans 13, there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. It's very foolish for us to think we can fight against God. I think Pharaoh in the Old Testament is a great example of that. He decided he was going to fight against God. He was going to fight against God's people. And I think we all know how that turned out. It didn't go very well. Let's look at verse 3. Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. 
uh, the heathen are trying to break the bands or the, uh, the restraints that God has placed on them. Verse number four, he that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. That word derision, it literally means a laughing stock. Now notice in this passage, where is God? God is sitting in the heavens. He's the one that's in control. Uh, he is the one that is on the throne. And here the rulers of the earth are raging and they are trying to fight against God and God in heaven is literally, he's laughing. How foolish is that to try to fight against God? Verse five, then shall he speak unto them in his wrath. That's God speaking and he'll vex them in his sore or his severe displeasure. The contempt, uh, God is laughing, but that laughing turns to wrath and that scorn turns to anger and judgment. The Bible tells us that uh, God is a God of love and I'm thankful he's a God of mercy. But the Bible also says that God is angry with the wicked every day. God hates sin. Uh, God is uh, angry against the sin and the wickedness of this world. Verse number six, yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. We see the true king. Verse seven, the declaration is made. I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. We see the declaration is made uh, that Jesus is the king. And these are millennial prophecies of Jesus coming back and setting up his earthly kingdom. Uh, verse number uh, nine, thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Uh, that is uh, another reference to uh, the rule and the reign of Jesus on this earth for a thousand years during the millennium. Now, it's interesting to me that Jesus, it says he's going to rule uh, and he's going to reign and he's going to have a rod of iron. Now, today's system, the, the justice system, uh, it seems like at times, it seems like it's very slow moving. Uh, there's so many uh, steps, there's so many processes, there's so many stages, and there's so many appeals, and there's all of these things. And I'm not saying those are a bad, a bad thing. I think someone uh, deserves a, uh, the right to have a trial and all those things. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes things can be just dragged out forever. When Jesus is ruling, it's not going to be a, a slow or a, a gradual judgment, but it'll be quick and it'll be harsh. We see in verse 10, be wise now, therefore, O kings, be instructed, ye judges of the earth. It's almost like God is saying, hey, you better listen up. You better learn from this because the king of kings someday is going to judge. Verse 11, serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. That word trembling it literally has the idea of weakness. Now, you say, well, well, I don't want to be weak. I want to be strong. Well, I understand that. We all want to be strong and we should be strong in the Lord. But in our own ability, we are so weak. And what a privilege we have to serve the Lord. It says that we get to serve the Lord, but we need to do it with fear, with a reverence, with a respect. We need to rejoice with trembling, with, with a weakness, realizing that there is nothing we can do of ourselves. It is all because of him. Then verse 12, and I'll give you an outline probably tomorrow. We just kind of ran through these verses quickly, but verse 12, it says, kiss. Uh, that's to salute with the lips. The word salute, it means to greet, to hail, uh, to address with expressing kind wishes or respect. 
We're to kiss the Son, S-O-N, capital S-O-N. That's Jesus. We're to kiss the Son, lest He be angry. And you perish from the way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that trust in Him. I'm glad that you can trust the Lord. I'm glad I can trust in Him. Uh, Some trust in horses and some in chariots, but we will remember the name of the Lord. Blessed are all they that trust in Him. But let's, let's look at this last thought here in verse number 12, kiss the Son. Did you know that the Bible tells us in the book of John that he that hath the Son hath life, but he that hath not the Son of God hath not life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. You see, what you do with Jesus determines where you will spend eternity. And so our our response to Jesus should be, I'll accept him. If you're listening today and you've never been saved, you ought to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ today. You can't get to heaven by, by yourself. I can't get to heaven by myself. There's nothing we can do. The only way is through Jesus. We'll finish up tomorrow in Psalm 2, but I hope it's been a a help as we've looked at this psalm and the prophecies that are given of Jesus Christ, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.